The Smuts Up Podcast is a bad show made by idiots. You probably shouldn't listen to it. The Smuts Up Podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease, except boredom, and even that's up for debate. Proceed with caution and listen at your own risk. I put a D20 in my mouth. I put a D20 in my mouth. Your desires. I put a D20 in my mouth. Hello and welcome. You're tuned in to the Smuts Up podcast. It's sex live for everyone, starting with ourselves. Thank you for listening. I'm Alexis Strata and with me are my good friends. Deep weird. In this episode, I'm coming out of the closet as an anarchist. And I'm Ray motherfucking again. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, Deep, can you take us into today's topic? Certainly. It's the history of dildos. And vibrators. Ooh. Our first spot in which we set an earliest depiction of a dildo is ancient Greece, home of the horniest and kinkiest of gods. In this lost art of vase art, which you don't really see that much anymore. Who's, who's ever seen, like, you know, oh, art vase. Anyways, moving on. The vase shows a naked woman holding a very long phallic object that is obviously a penis. Uh, the the artist attributed of is the flying angel painter and is said to be dated around 490 B.C., and is now displayed on the City of Paris Museum of Fine Arts. That's um, also, I would also like to add that uh, Cupid's arrow had a penis head, and he would shoot it into any hole that was showing, and that's how love happens. <laughs> that's I just thought Cupid's arrow was a metaphor for penis. <laughs> All right. Isn't everything a metaphor for penis? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> um, I actually found some even older examples of this stuff. Uh, a 2,000-year-old bronze dildo with a ring attached to it was found in the tomb of an ancient uh, aristocrat in the Chinese city of Yangtzeing. Uh, because it was so detailed and intricate, some scholars believe that the ancient Chinese might have considered sex toys to be an art form. So that's cool. Uh, also, it's uh, cool because the ring is also so you can wear it and never lose it. It's actually a very progressive and neat fashion choice that they invented way early on that is still used today. And it fits perfectly like a keychain. I would also like to add that, like, considering that the Chinese consider sex toys as an art form, bravo, ancient China. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And actually, Deep, I did check for you. Uh, I found several oh. butt plug keychains on Etsy. <laughs> so there you go. In case you're on the market. Um, but in another tomb of a king near modern day Shanghai, um, there was a jade and bronze butt plug. So, okay. So scholars think that this might have been used like to seal bodily orifices, like maybe in corpses or possibly like to maintain chi, but not necessarily like as a sex toy for pleasure. But it definitely looks like it could have been one, though. I don't know. It keeps the root chakra in check. 
I always use mine when I travel so I don't um, have to poop usually. It has to be made out of pure cork so it can expand as the, um, I like to say, the dumpage load gets bigger. Um, I also have a little keychain off of mine as well, and I actually put my like house key and stuff to it, and I've never lost it so far. Okay, interesting. Have you ever had to use a corkscrew to get it out? Uh, no, I've never had to use a corkscrew because I usually use like a little blowtorch and I go around the edges until it makes a nice little sound. Um, and then if that doesn't work, I'll usually use like a hammer and a screw and I'll put the screw in there and then, you know, pry it out with a hammer. Um, corkscrews are just kind of a little too dangerous, you know? I feel like you must be really flexible. You could, you could also just avoid all that and just take some Imodium. Well, okay. Lots of good advice, I guess. (laughs) I, I don't know, guys. All right, so this next one is pretty fun, I think. All right, so the ancient Greek word for bread is artos, which means flavor. Um, in ancient Greece, it was a common practice to bake bread in the shape of dildos. So these were called obliscocolex. Okay, so I didn't know this, but oblistos is another name for dildos. Um, it comes from the ancient Greek word olistithian, uh, which is a verb meaning to slip or glide. And I'm not sure if I said that right, by the way. So don't fucking come at me for that, please. Um, but from what I could tell, it appears that the word oblistos might still be used in French. It could be like oblista. I don't know. It could be classier than the way I said it. I don't know. Um, but along with another fun term for a dildo, which is uh which i think literally translates into please me in latin so that's one oh, i really want to see that on great british bake-off um i just wanted to add like uh if there wasn't another reason to eat at olive garden like <laughs> come on guys those breadsticks are looking extra sexy when you're here, you're step family. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so here's something you might not know, all of y'all, um, but both Ray and I are bakers. All right. So I found some bread recipes that are supposed to be pretty similar to what the ancient Greeks used to use. So <laughs> that's right, Ray. I am challenging you to a bake-off. Who can bake the best bread dildo? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I just need to know the guidelines. Like, um, are we doing length and girth kind of restrictions? Is there going to be like a filling kind of thing? Is there going to be points for pizzazz? Does a tip have to be, um, I don't know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, circumcised or non-circumcised? And even when it comes down to that, like, how do we make sure it doesn't get a yeast infection? Well, you know, these are all like like really good questions. I think the best thing to do would be like, we'll just each do our best. I mean, like, we're obviously not experts, but, you know, conceptually, we'll come up with what we think is the best bread dildo, take some pictures of it, throw it up on social media, and we'll let the fucking people decide. And I will actually eat both of them. To completion. <laughs> to completion. I just really want bread in my mouth. All right. So another interesting side note, um, people in ancient Greece and actually a lot of other places like didn't really have the concept of like sexual orientation, uh, which is, by the way, like a little bit of a construct. But anyway, um, like, you know, like things like homosexual or heterosexual or asexual or other sexual or, you know, 
any of the anything like that like um they basically didn't like worry about it they just banged whoever they wanted and didn't need to think much more about it than that so that actually sounds really great yeah and so the, the bread dildo i mean could have been used by anybody you never know um All right, so the next thing we're going to do is move, like, a little bit more into the modern era. And we're probably going to want to, like, lube up for that. So let's take an interlube. Interlube your mind. All right, so for this interlube, we have some parenting advice parent advice because some of y'all ain't doing it right and it shows is what it says here in the script okay so all right the reason that we're doing this is that we feel it might be helpful for parents to get like some kind of like outside and like dare i say objective advice so i mean everybody knows that when you have children it kind of like breaks your brain it's a stressful experience, you know, like being in charge of like a fragile and precious human life. But no worries. Okay, so we're here with some advice about raising kids from people who like don't and maybe shouldn't have them. <laughs> All right. So how do parent because a parent Lee, you are doing it wrong. all right so i want to um so i am a licensed psychologist um i went to my own school where i got my own certificate um it's not accredited in anywhere else other than my own house Mm. uh so i'm just gonna go ahead and list off some of the things that i jotted down for my next uh paper i'm gonna release to my own personal internet everybody pay Um, close attention to this (laughs) yes uh so um first off and this is gonna sound brash and harsh but beat your kids but like not to the point where you lose them to like child services, but to the point where they like wear a mask during a pandemic. I don't know. seems sensible. Uh, parents uh, shouldn't even parent like get a snake. They'll take great care of your young. Trust me. I was raised by snakes in the Everglades and that's a fact. Uh, by Oh, also when it comes to like when your kid's like, Oh, I want a dog. Please. Can I have a little pupper? So this is what you're going to do. You're going to go out in the woods. You're going to catch a fucking wolf or a coyote, just a mean ass animal in general. Just catch it. You're going to take it home and you're going to let them, you're going to let them play with the kid for a little bit. Guess what? The kid's going to get fucking hurt. But what, but what you want to do beforehand is make sure the kid kind of has a little bit of a bond to it. Like let them name it and shit. And then once the, the animal gets too wild, which it will, I mean, it's a fucking wild animal. Make the kid put it down. He'll never, ever ask for another animal ever again. Guaranteed. Hey, hey buddy. Are you, huh? are you, are you planning on having kids? Next up, we have be a Jehovah's Witness. So like, I understand that like a lot of people are Jehovah's Witnesses and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, to each their own. Um, but also for people who like aren't that serious about the religion, this is kind of a coupon. Like I read this in uh, like Cosmos magazine and that shit never lies. It's what they put in there. It's it. They literally put this in there. It says it's not even a religion. It's basically a coupon, which is a little insensitive. You know, don't get mad at me. I didn't fucking write that shit down. That was all Cosmos magazine. hundred percent. Another thing you can do, get your kids to love capitalism 
and then make them super fucking poor and not be able to afford healthcare or anything. So like when they get sick, like, Oh, I got a tummy ache and be like, Oh, well do you have, I don't know, a $3,000 copay? Do you still love capitalism? (laughs) Yeah. And then be like, do you still love capitalism? They're like, dad, I'm four years old. (laughs) Dad, I'm fucking four years old. And like, I I don't know what you're talking about this capitalism thing. I'm like, okay, well we're going to have to wait a little bit longer until you understand. Maybe let them break a bone and then like have them fix it on their own or some shit. But eventually they're going to grow to despise capitalism. And eventually they will lead the revolution that we need. Another thing, make your kid make his own goddamn food. I cannot stress this enough. How annoying is it when your kid comes up and he's like, oh, I'm hungry. Can you make me a grilled cheese? Like, no, bitch, you can make your own grilled cheese. You know how to work the gas powered stove. You can fucking turn that shit on. Put the fucking butter on the bread and then cheese on it or however the fuck you want to make it. I really don't care. I'm watching the goddamn football game. I'm fucking half in the bottle. Like, I'm not making that shit. Um, eventually they will grow to not rely on you for their own fucking food. Guess what? Problem solved. Okay. Um, another, another, another great tip. Make sure you give them all the chores you don't want to do. Like a lot, a lot of people don't know this, but, um, child in Italian is actually just small slave. So like get them to mow the lawn, get them to fucking pick up the, the wild ass dog shit that is left behind. Um, anything. And then also remember, you are better and stronger than they are and never, ever, I cannot stress this enough, let them forget that. Because the second they forget that, they're going to start challenging you and then they're going to try to dethrone you off your fucking kingdom. Yes, you should have a throne, by the way. Forgot to add that in here. Okay, next up, teach them how to fight and encourage them to start a fight club at the school. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to restart this one because, like, I don't know. Sorry, I had something. We're, like bre- We're all breaking. <laughs> Teach them how to fight and encourage them to start a fight club at school. They will learn how to not only network, which will help them eventually get the fuck out of your house and make their own goddamn money, but also make sure that they're not such a fucking bitch. You know how annoying it is when like, oh, oh, Jeremy, oh, he hurt me today. It's like, no, no, no. Go back and fuck Jeremy up and then get all of his friends in a circle and have them beat the shit out of him, too. And then, you know, after that, I want you to fight fucking Jebediah, the kid down the street. He's a fucking, he's a, he's a Amish kid. He's been building (laughs) barns since he was six years old. Guess what? He's only six. That's how fucking strong, like he's crazy strong. This man can, I watched him one time lift a fucking like four by four with his teeth. Insane. Next up. So what? what Let them smoke cigarettes. What good advice so far? <laughs> Thank you. I would also like <laughs> to add. interject there. I mean, there's not, there's absolutely nothing wrong with anything that you said, and I think that like I, it's just really good advice that all parents should kind of like think about. You know, going forward, like you know, should you really have to worry about feeding your kids? Like, are you doing them a disservice by not forcing them? to forage for their own food and shelter and clothing. The whole give a man a fish, teach a man a fish thing. Yeah, these are the kinds of things we should really be asking ourselves as a society. Like, we don't want to coddle them, right? Like, I mean, I think that, you know, children really should be, like, put out in the wilderness. um, And if they can't figure out how to, like, make it for themselves, I mean, like, maybe they just shouldn't, like, I I mean, like, that that's right? 
I mean, uh, expanding on what uh, Weir just said about the whole teach a man how to fish thing. So I actually restructured that uh, for this specific scenario. And it's um, teach the kid about a communist manifesto. He'll make stupid ass memes on the Internet about it. Give the kid an AK-47 and a copy of the communist manifesto. He'll lead a fucking revolution. I mean, like, yeah. Or like you could also put the kid out in the wilderness and like really see if he's, well, will, if that's he's like, worthy of leading the revolution you know like the spartans used to do like uh, that's yeah. what you're advocating for right like well hold on a second because some of these things like what you just said is against the law you can't just drop your kid off in the woods tried it before didn't work out so well cops knocked on my door the next day apparently there was a body found out in the woods or whatever um it wasn't his like he did exactly what he was told but like oh i thought i thought this was like a story about your parents leaving you in the woods (laughs) oh no my parents were great i was very coddled as a child i enjoyed my childhood very much yeah i was also raised by good parents so luckily i never had to do any of this stuff but now I'm all soft and stupid. Like I, I want to make sure I feel better than someone else. And I feel like having a kid is the only way to do that. Yeah. yeah crush their spirit young. Diamonds are made under pressure. And diamonds are bulletproof. Probably. Uh, I mean, I've never shot one because I can't afford a diamond. And then a uh, weird, I, I do see some things that you added to this list as well. Oh, yes. Before I went off on a tangent, I did actually want to close this with a few uh, advice of my own from my own repertoire. Uh, let them choose their own names. There are too many kids named Kylie and Tyler when they could be Killer Whale Pony Spirit and Godzilla Chewbacca Mandalorian. Now, also tell your kids early on that their voices are very stupid and very annoying and very, very annoying. So that they would never speak in public when they're out about in shops and all that. And then they can grow up to be an introvert and then never talk to me or anyone else again. And finally, lastly, the most important one, teach them early on about sex and how it can be lead to having children. Yeah, make sure that they look themselves in the mirror and realize that they're one of those fucking children and you never want to have one of those. <laughs> It's like, oh man, I'm a pain in the ass. Imagine the pain in the ass I'm going to have. More like just a fucking strain on my finances, not so much a kid. Jesus Christ. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and add this at the end. So This is satirical. And if you were offended, find another podcast. Yeah, I was actually going to say it like this. Like, everything that we just talked about is. It's not real advice. Everything that we just talked about was completely satirical. And if it was offensive to you or like if you had a problem with it, I mean, like that, that's okay. But like if it's like a thing for you, like maybe you should find another podcast or like call your mom because she might fucking care. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ooh, guess what? That burn's not going away. Just like those cigarette burns you should be fucking putting out on your child. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> nah, children are great. You know what? Yeah, they are grapes and they meant to be picked and stomped on. Oh my God, we just let me end at a high note. <laughs> right, who cares? You know what? My attitude about kids, whatever. Do that. I don't care. Who cares? Interlube your mind.
Ever wonder what your dog, baby, or sleeping partner is thinking? Now, with the Illumin Dreamlink Red Neural Interface, you can step into the mind of another being, virtually. Simply attach the patented ElectroSync InfraPad to the forehead of your sleeping husband to make sure he's not dreaming of that slutty secretary, or use it to see if your child is planning to murder you. <laughs> Does your dog actually love you as much as she seems to? Now you can find out! The possibilities are endless with Dreamlink Red. Do not use Dreamlink Red on fully conscious parties, as this could cause an irreversible blending of consciousnesses in some rare cases. Use at your own risk. See local laws for important information about neural interfaces and consent. Dreamlink Red and its affiliate images are property of Illumin Industries. All rights reserved. Illumin, making it work for you. All right, so back to the show. <laughs> okay, the year is 1869. And American physician George Taylor has just invented the steam-powered manipulator, the first hand-cranked vibrator. <laughs> All right, so this definitely looks like a torture device. It's what appears to be like a pretty aggressively looking ribbed dildo attached to a steam engine. You might be like imagining something like fun and steampunky, but banish those thoughts because like this shit is fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not inviting looking at all. It looks like something you'd find in a boiler room. Yeah, and also, so back then, like, uh, this is all right, so this is the thing. The concept of, like, a female orgasm, just, like, it just wasn't a thing. All right. So this and other similar devices, like the hand-cranked models from the 1880s and 1900s, were used to treat hysteria, which is a made-up disease that men used to pretend existed, basically, is the easiest way to say it. Um, Hey, I'm actually feeling a bit fucking hysterical. Like, so pardon me while I indulge in a little rant about the topic. Please rant away. Yes, I will. <laughs> so hysteria in this context uh, was considered to be a literal disease or disorder that women could get. There are other meanings of this word in the common vernacular. So in our society, like, medical hysteria was considered to be a legitimate mental disorder until it was deleted from the DSM-3 in the year 1980. Oh my god, it took them that long? <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so uh, the ancient Egyptians, the ancient Greeks and Romans, people in the Middle Ages, and in the modern age all thought that hysteria was a thing which happened to women. For over 4,000 years, uh, men thought that the fact that women have uteruses made them go crazy sometimes. All right, also, okay, by the way, they also thought that uteruses were like these weird, like, animals that would, like, wander around inside a woman's body, like, independently, like... It was all, like, very fucking dumb. Right? Like, very stupid. Stupid. Like... Wait. 
Hold on a second. They're not. I could have sworn I hit one on the road last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, you're right. All right. The symptoms of hysteria were things like anxiety, insomnia, fainting, amnesia, pain, hallucinations, vomiting, sharpness of breath, spasm. The list goes on and on and on. Okay. So, like, basically, like, when you, it really comes down to it, if there is something wrong with a woman, it was basically because she was a woman. It was like, oh, you just have the hysteria. Like, it, 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 it's a catch-all term. Like, oh, yeah, you've got the thing where you're a woman, and that's what's wrong with you. You're just, you know, like... I, <laughs> oh, that's so it. Oh, yeah, that's basically what was up with hysteria. And, you know, as a sidebar, you know, I actually don't think these dudes were, like, evil or, like, had poor intentions or anything. Like, I think they were actually just super misguided. Like, it seems like people, like, thought, like, for a long fucking time, dude, that, like, men and women were, like, members of, like, different species or something. Like, I mean, I don't fuck. Like, obviously, we have way more in common than we have differences. Holy shit. Anyway, I think this is a good reminder to try to, like, see shit from, like, other people's perspectives sometimes, like, whenever possible. It's, I mean, like, doing this is gonna help keep out dumb ideas like the concept of hysteria you know right uh, so i think that is the end of my rant on the topic of hysteria <laughs> i'm so sorry for laughing as much i just i just i find it so so ridiculous what they thought back then and it's just like it's also just kind of really shameful as well no i think laughing is really the only appropriate emotional response <laughs> what else can you fucking do i mean shit <laughs> All right, so moving forward in time, many more devices began to come onto the market. So the Makura's Pulsicon hand vibrator was one of these, which delivered 5,000 vibrations per minute from a simple like hand crank design. And so this seems like it might be like kind of hard to use. It looks a lot like a hand crank, like egg beater, but like with like a sort of like dick shape where the egg beater part would be. Um, so, but I, I mean, it must have been popular. Similar designs persisted like until the 1920s. So, yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I, I could have sworn I saw a thing on that where it was like a doctor actually used it on a woman. So like would give them a orgasm, but I don't think they really thought that women had orgasms back then. And they'd be like, oh, I cured it. I cured the old hysteria. Yeah, I think that was a- <laughs> like, I don't think the women are using it themselves like that shit. Would, like, cause you, <laughs> I don't know how that's that would a really work. fucking good point, man. Actually, like, I'm, yeah, I'm is, really actually, not yeah. sure. Like. Um, in that particular context, like, because that was a thing where you could go and get treated for hysteria, which was like, oh, you get this massage and then you feel better. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I... Now we just call those massage parlors. Yeah, I mean, and uh, obviously, with happy obviously endings. a whole Nailed other it. slew of problematic things going on in that realm of the world, but we will not talk about that, like, you know, in terms of like, you know these massage parlors and i'm all for it as long as everybody that works there is into it that's all i will have to say about that (laughs) because from what i've heard it's not always the case and that's really shitty but anyway all right 
In the 1920s, the Polar Club electric vibrator was released, which sort of looked like a handheld dryer or heat gun, but with like a textured rubber pad at the end. Uh, so the box that it was sold in shows a picture of a lady like using it on her neck, like massaging it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, in the 1930s, uh, similar but smaller electric vibrators came onto the market. Um, one of them was marketed to both men and women and was said to be an aid for, like, blood circulation. So I guess you could probably make the case for that, but it did come with, like, a whole bunch of different, like, textured, like, rubber pad attachments. So it, you know, I don't know. You could use it for whatever. It kind of looks like a little bit of like a like little Dremel tool or something. All right. So and there was another one from the 1930s called the rolling pin heat massager, which definitely looks like a giant ass rolling pin. And it plugged into the wall and it was capable of producing like, you know, heat and vibrations. Um, But like, yeah, looking at this thing. It makes sense when the historians note that this was probably not used um, internally. It seems like it would be very unsafe. I don't know. So uh, later it was found that the heat that was getting off um, was actually just caused by radiation. There was no electrical stuff in there whatsoever. And then when the company, um, you know, was eventually sued for that, the company defended itself. And I quote, with the exact accent that they use. Oh, well, that's, we just put that shit in everything, see? <laughs> it's safely wrapped in asbestos. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I, I, these are not on the market anymore. So. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, in the 1940s, we have the Hollywood Vibratone, which basically looks like an electric motor in a housing with some rubber feet attached to it. <laughs> I can describe it that with people. Uh, there was also like the very fun and vintage sci-fi looking Astor Simulax, which is like Ooh. yeah, it was like this little electric motor that you could like strap to the back of your hand that would make your fingers vibrate. So okay, so it was like oh. marketed as a thing that barbers could use to like massage the scalps of their clients. I mean, uh, that was what they said. But um, obviously, it enjoyed some popularity as, like, a sex toy. But this was kind of, like, on the down low, from what I could read. And looking at all these old toys, like, speaking of, like, down low, like, it, 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 it can't help, like, to think, like, the design of them were to like make them to be disguised as like maybe something like a like another use so that you could like outright just like you know uh feign ignorance like no 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 it's that it's not a metal aid it's uh it's an industrial uh egg beater that is exactly what it's used for and nothing else <laughs> yeah no totally i think yeah we'll come back to that in a second here like okay so in the 1970s the hitachi magic wand was released and people were finally willing to admit, like, what a lot of people used it for. Um, <laughs> it actually even became known as the Cadillac of vibrators, which was a compliment back then. <laughs> so... And just like a Cadillac, it's big and ugly. <laughs> All right. So in 1983, The Rabbit by Vibratex was released. 
this is the thing that kind of brings us into the modern era of like whatever quote unquote marital aid sex whatever you want to fucking call them who cares <laughs> marital aid <laughs> so okay here's a fun note about this though like in those days like japanese manufacturers of sex of sex toys like were not like legally allowed to like say outright that what they were making were sex toys so that's why you had these like kind of fun cute like animals attached to them it it was just sort of like to give cogency to the like you know like oh it's not a sex toy it's a massager or whatever it was like so yeah, it's, it's kind of- yeah, it was used to like s- circumvent that. Like, no, it's a tiny little cute rabbit yeah, exactly. massager. Like, like it's, yeah, it's interesting stuff. So yeah, yeah, and like again, it's like it's like kind of like a morality thing. Like they couldn't just outright claim to be cocksmiths. <laughs> okay, so which is my favorite word. All right, I'm looking at the time here. It seems like we have a little bit of extra time left over. Can I ask you guys like a question? And you don't have to, obviously you fucking don't have to answer it. And we can cut this all out <laughs> if you if y'all aren't into it. But okay, I've heard of like stories from people that have told me that like having sex toys like has led to like fights in their relationships. Like like female friends of mine have said that like they're you know male lovers or whatever you know partners were uncomfortable with the fact that they had these things mm-hmm. like what do you, what is your guys's opinion about all this stuff like i'm just i'm i'm super just curious like there's no obviously no right or wrong answer i'm super curious to like hear who wants to go first though like i'm just waiting <laughs> I'll go first. Shit. Uh, yeah. Um, no, like I, I've honestly had it. Um, I've had a lot of friends who would get like very jealous. Like, oh, my girlfriend has like a really huge dildo in it. Like, it really like you know hurts my self esteem and all that. But I just, I, I, just the few relationships I've been in, I've never really had a problem with it. Like, I just see them as like toys. Like me personally, but like I've known people to like know that's like they're kind of intimidated. By the fact that maybe a girl will have so many sex toys that like, they feel like they can't like you know please them in a way, so it's just kind of like a I don't know it it, it 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 might just be like all in their head. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, I know for sure. Interesting. I uh, I'm all about my partner having all that stuff. It don't matter to me none. Um, in fact, uh, she's all about me having it. Like. Uh, I will admit that there was a special promotion that Fleshlight was running um, where they decided to cross over with Four Loco naturally. Please do it. You know what? Fucking. And uh, I decided $69.99 was not a bad price for being able to smash a Four Loco whenever I want and not feel the effects of it. So I I went ahead and bought it. I think think that is the literal motto yeah. of it <laughs> just smash a four loco yeah, whenever you want live your best fucking life i mean fuck out man and yeah so i like deep what you're saying about like your instinct about maybe this coming from a place of like a little bit of insecurity i think that that's like kind of on point you know like you know it, if, if there's okay look everybody um if you're insecure about your partner replacing you with a sex toy, you have like way bigger things to worry about than the sex toy. Like it's not about it's not you're not you're not a sex toy. 
You're not a fucking sex toy to your partner. You're a person. It's a completely different cat. Don't compare apples and oranges, right? Like, I'm sorry. Am I? Is that? Does that make sense to y'all? Like, I, I think like I, I kind of formed a joke. Is like if you are competing with like another dildo, you might be the dildo. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a solid burn. <laughs> that's a solid burn. Like, no, but for real though, like, like you're uh, not a fucking sex toy. Like, don't think about yourself in that way. Like, that's a shitty way to yeah. frame your relationship with your partner, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like, no, that. But like, sex toys are just they're just different. toys. Like, yeah. I mean, my cock doesn't fucking spiral and have <laughs> ribs on it. Like, I mean, it has a rib cage because it's so fucking big. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mine's not all spirally with glitter and rainbows, but God, I wish it was sometimes. <laughs> and also, like, what? Like, we, that'd be like saying that your hand is a sex toy. Like, oh, you, no, you dude, fucking I, jerk I, off no, with I, your hand. What? Can no, I not compete I've with that? Heard of, I've heard of people getting angry at their partners for masturbating and for watching pornography and stuff, which I, I found surprising and like, I don't know it's just it's just super interesting to like hear all these different perspectives on relationships, right? Like they say there's this saying that like every relationship is like a foreign country, right? Like it, it each has its own like you know customs and stuff, and I don't know it's it's just all very interesting. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh no, for d- definitely. Thank you, actually, for like surprising the saunas because you got like a general like reaction out of us. <laughs> like that was awesome. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. The only place where I draw the line, though, is when it starts coming to, like, the fist ones, you know? <laughs> like, if I if I found one of those, I'd be, I wouldn't be angry, but I would uh, definitely ask some questions. Are those what those Hulk hands in your house are for? Like, also, like... <laughs> I played with those. Why'd you, why'd you hide it from me? Why'd you hide, you hide me? those Hulk hands? Why do you have a hooked up... <laughs> Those, those, why do you have it hooked up to my fucking <laughs> and also, that also says the Hulkinator on it it says Hulk smash I did find it you... weird that they had a vibrating one I didn't know they had that is that a thing do you also, guys why think... do you wait, have it hooked up to my wait, uh, pause, like, hey, hang on Just pause the podcast like do you guys think that's a thing <laughs> what? what vibrating, no, vibrating Hulk hands for fisting Probably. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Like, if not, you can make them. Like, just someone on Etsy made them. No, stop even pausing the podcast. Like, leave this in. Like, I bet you, I I should go search it, but I have a loud keyboard, so I'm not gonna do it. I would search it, but I have better things to do. <laughs> you all can though. Please report back to me, your friendly weirdo. Let us know Deep weird. What your research uncovers. Anyway, <laughs> hey, um, so what about us getting to the end of this episode? <laughs> like, I right, let's talk about what, what we're going to be doing next. Is this all right? So we're going to be talking about sex toys from our current era, as we just sort of started doing. We're going to continue that on in our next episode. Um, and we're going to see, like, what we can come up with in terms of, like, strange and interesting, possibly. You know, we'll see what we can find. Uh, also, I have heard that Deep will be instructing us on how to fashion makeshift dildos. You know, for... Yes. 
my own little crafting exactly. corner. For those times when you find yourself in a pinch and you really just don't have the time to bake one out of bread, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Am I supposed to... What? <laughs> um... Oh, well, anyways, my uh, I just want to go ahead and just give you guys a little preview. My choice, and I'll teach you guys how to make it. My choice is always a roll of toilet paper filled with quarters. <laughs> Major to just see what quarters. Huh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was thinking, everyone, if you're going to fuck yourself with a bread dildo, um, which, I mean, okay, I don't know. Do what you want, I guess. But, like, it seems like it would be a pretty good idea to, like, maybe at least put, a, like, a condom on it. So, like, yeah, please be safe out there, everybody. Just saying. Um, had to put that out there. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, uh, thank you all so much for listening to the Smuts Up podcast. If you want to reach out and touch us, do so <laughs> at smutsup69 <laughs> at gmail.com. All right. Um, Obviously, we've said this before, and we're going to say it again on the show. All right. Everybody has a thing, okay? And that's okay. As long as it's legal and all that stuff, as we've talked about before, consent's a thing, obviously. Um, But, you know, whatever. Whatever your thing is, you know, if you feel like your thing is causing you, like, problems or whatever, like, you know, for instance, like, stuff that, like, psychologists would consider, like, I don't know, maladaptive, like, you know, behaviors like anger and self-harm withdrawal avoidance avoidance like and if you're feeling like you want to talk to somebody like please don't hesitate to find somebody to do that with like there's all kinds of people out there that that's their thing so you don't need to be ashamed of it and remember like no matter who you think you are no matter what you look like you deserve love and you deserve to be happy and all of the fucking good things so please please take care of yourself because we love you. Yeah. Yeah. We love you and take care of yourself. <clears throat> However, <clears throat> before we all go, I did find a poem from the Victorian era and unfortunately I lost the title of it, but <clears throat> here we go. A little music, please. <clears throat> so you ladies, all of merry England, who have kissed the Duchess's hand, pray, did you not lately observe in the show a noble Italian called Signor Dildo? A rabble of pricks who are were welcomed before, now find the porter denied them the door. Maliciously waiting for his coming below, an inhuman fell, inhumanly fell on Signor Dildo. To act with young boys is loving without men. What will not be poor forsaken women try? When man's not near, the senor must supply. <laughs> Good night, need a dick! You're a fucking dick. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Me too, while you're at it. No, yeah. just kidding. But burn, burn down the fuck, burn down your nearest city hall, and also the nearest police precinct. 
Um, another thing you should probably do is uh, I have a whole tutorial on how to make Molotov cocktails on my personal uh, YouTube account. Go ahead and log into it. It's uh, eat a bunch of dicks 69 at yahoo.com. <laughs> and if you yeah. find a rich person, eat them. Yes, they're the tastiest of meats. They've been eating nothing but caviar, so they'll taste a little fishy. But once you get past that and you cook it just right, mm. Daddy mm. Day's Oats, I heard Daddy, what she's listening to me right now, <laughs> is the most succulent of meats. Absolutely. I gotta write that slash more fiction now. Absolutely. All right. Uh, good, good, good stuff, guys. Good tight episode. Good ending. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good night. Fuck you, Eat a dick. For the rich, fucking uh, go fuck yourselves, all of you. Fuck you, all of you. Go fuck yourselves. Who the fuck? You. We're cutting this last part so we can say what we're going, right? Fuck this. Oh, fuck it. Okay, fuck any fuck. Actually, no. I'm really glad we. I'm actually really glad we uh, recorded an episode, and I feel way better about about procrastinating yeah well you can all go fuck yourselves also another thing um eat a dick but make sure it doesn't have covid on it the way you can test that is you do a little cough test so what you do is you just punch the shit out of it and if it coughs (laughs) definitely has fucking covid (laughs) punch the fuck out of a dick and then eat it if you liked anything you heard on here, please let us know by sending us an email over at smutsup69 at gmail.com. Also, you know, if we're on an app by now, you know, go ahead and drop us five stars and leave a review. That'd be nice. Um, we don't, you know, you don't have to do it. It would just help us out a lot. Um, enjoy your day and stay sexy.